0: By one of, I mean, shit, probably one of my oldest friends in the streaming industry, not age Wait, wise. Long standing. Yeah, yeah, long standing. Holy hell. Um, Mr. Bikey Moran, content creator, streamer. Uh, is it no basketball or golf? What's that? I feel like there's uh, one sport you I really like ball. doing.
1: Okay. Uh, golf is, I probably more publish more golf.
0: Just straight up athlete of a human being. And, yeah, so thank you, seriously, for taking the time to do this. Uh, I, there's a million things you can do, so I appreciate you taking the time. No, thank um, you
1: for having me.
0: Of course. So, starting it off, super easy. What is What got you into streaming? What got you into content? Walk me <laughs> through that.
1: Hmm, where do we start? Uh, so, a little bit about me. My background is actually in engineering. Okay. And, <laughs> yeah. So I was working I've been an engineer, graduated and I'm a little old. So twenty fourteen, uh graduated from college, was doing engineering. And then like most content creators, probably maybe maybe it relates to you as well, but uh around the COVID period when COVID hit, uh we decided to well I've always I've always actually I guess I could take it back a little bit. During, like, Fortnite, uh, Fortnite and like, then Apex Legends, I would stream from my, like, PlayStation 4 uh, with, like, a little little box cam on the top right. And, nice. Uh, they had, like, the PlayStation thing. I would stream straight to, like, Twitch or YouTube. And uh, I started out uh, that way, but it was only more for, like, hobby. It would honestly be just me and my own chat on my phone. Nice. Uh, <laughs> you know, just checking to make sure I could read comments if it shows up uh and then uh maybe like a friend or two would drop by uh usually the ones i'm playing with and then um so i would do that just for fun just uh after work uh because i'm always playing video games and then uh right around when COVID hit we had a uh a furlough at my work which basically means they kind of due to the uh reduction of work and the situation uh, they like shut down the shop uh for like a week or two here at a time and since i had extra time on my hands and i was kind of uh i guess you could say missing on my social uh what do you call it like my social yeah yeah missing out on my social interactions my social my social meter was lower uh just due to covid just like it was for probably a lot of people uh video games kind of came to the forefront of all the activity I would do outside of work, basically, or hanging out with Ashley or our dogs. Um, and then uh, I started watching streams. And before I used to not even think about, like, where, I was like, why would I want to watch somebody playing a video game? Like, I want to play the video game. Yeah. I was like, you know, probably how a lot of us start, and probably even those that are watching right now, it's like, like I want to be the one playing the video games. But I was like, man, how did they get there, like, how do they do all this cool stuff with like their little, uh, you know, they got their their camera like in a position here, and they got all these little banners and all these like cool things, and and they're changing scenes. I was like, man, this is this is like a full production here, and I was like, man, if I'm gonna do this again, or like, cause I'm just casually, you know, just directly from my PlayStation, and I was like, man, if I'm gonna do this again, I'm gonna, I want to actually, you know, take it seriously and try to do it, try to do it the right way. So I just. And I, just being, like, the nerd that I am, I just went headfirst into, like, YouTube and, like, learning every little thing about it that I could just because I was, I was so intrigued by how somebody can play video games and broadcast. I wasn't thinking about anything about money because I was like, you know, I have a decent—I have a pretty good job. I was like, you know, everything was good on that end. And me, I was just more uh, infatuated with the idea of learning something new and the, and the video games uh, and trying to cross that over. So— uh, when COVID hit, I, I had some more free time on my hands due to the furloughs and, you know, people getting sick. I worked in manufacturing, so a lot of my work had to be on site uh, in a, on a, at the at my workplace basically. So, uh, when I had to uh, spend more time away from that, then I filled it with just uh, engulfing myself with anything stream related, and then I started uh, the brand biking round, which. If those of you can guess, my real name is Mikey Brown. Oh my God, Uh, no way. (laughs) Jesus. People
0: didn't know, you know. That threw me off. Uh, (laughs) Holy shit, all this time, I feel like you've been living a lie.
1: Mm -hmm, Yeah, and then while I was at work, uh, so Ashley is my fiance, Sincerely Sunshine Cat in the chat, and she, uh, I was at work, and uh, we both love giraffes, and she calls me kind of like her giraffe because... I'm like a foot taller than her. I'm like about six foot and she's five foot and I reach all the tall things for us in the household or whenever, you know, I'm just the uh, giraffe assistant. So then uh, (laughs) when I was at work, uh, I was just thinking about streaming too, even when I was in the office and I was like, I drew out this like robotic, weird looking giraffe thing. I hand hand drew it onto a a piece of my uh, notes on my engineering uh, workbook. I brought it home. And then Ashley, uh, she has a background in uh, kind of graphics. So she she turned it into a, an actual, like, little logo. I was like, all right, cool, that's it. I'm gonna go and I'm going to go with Biking Round. And then uh, decided to just make all the social p- uh, media pages and just dive in head first uh, and start. And then uh, Warzone had just came out, too, at, at that time. It was about, uh, what, March, April of 2020. So started playing Warzone in March uh, when it came out, kind of. And then uh so I left like Apex. When I first started streaming though, I was streaming between like mostly like Apex Legends or Warzone and it was just with just with my buddies that I play with every night. It's just like, you know, oh yeah, my friend's live. So then, you know, we're all thinking we're cool. We're just like, Hey, what's up, chat? Like, yes. you know, <laughs> like the typical like thing. And then you'd have like, you know, one or two people pop in here and there, like your friends, uh, your close friends, uh, on it in real life, and then you're just like, Well, dude, we're kinda doing it and then uh, it was, it started with just, uh, sorry if I'm kind of hopping around I'm some little scatterbrained. Keep talking, like,
0: keep talking. You're great.
1: It started with, uh, basically my PlayStation four that had just gotten maybe, I think the Christmas prior, I think my sister got me. And then, uh, I had an old gaming laptop that I used to do like, uh, CAD work, which is basically, uh, if you've ever seen like 3d modeling on, yeah yeah, yeah. In, uh, um i would do i would use it for that and for 3d printing which is another hobby of mine and then i um decided to get a capture card i had the ps4 that sounds like a 1995 rice rocket (laughs) on the back and then uh i had a loose snowball microphone it's a good microphone i guess uh of that time like for recording stuff but okay. i had no idea how to uh filter my mics and it was just <laughs> it was just so loud because the ps4 would be blowing the laptop would be, the fans would be blowing everywhere uh, i took over our master bedroom a little corner in it and just set up shop in there with like one monitor and a tv and uh yeah, that's kind of kind of how it started, and uh, actually was pretty much helping me make like little graphics for posts. I was like, "Oh yeah, I got you know, like you know, I'm starting at zero, right?" But obviously at the beginning, all my friends and family are all following me, so I was like, "Oh yeah, I got like I got like two hundred hundred followers. Like let's go! Like you know, you're just kind of like juice because especially and and anybody that's ever started streaming, they might have flashbacks. Like you're you're kind of like." Really into and you're like, oh man, I'm really doing this thing that I was watching and and, and admiring for a while, and um, yeah, I kind of just started started there, I guess. Yeah, back in April of 2020, so it's been three years and
0: three months. We started at the exact same time. That's wild. Yeah. So well, maybe the- <laughs> what was what was the driving factor in wanting to do it? Because you mentioned that it was something exciting there was a bunch to learn about but what drew what made you want to be the person playing the game what wanted what made you want to be in front of the camera and do that
1: um i've always been pretty uh i'm pretty social i'm I'm pretty good in person when it comes to talking with people and, and being social uh i do have kind of like my own uh I guess I want not call it a speech, maybe a speech impediment or like my own kind of like stuttering. I tend to think very far ahead of the words that come out of my mouth. Nice. Um, and even in, even in college it was worse. I, I held off taking, uh, I held off taking public speaking So public speaking is like one of the, like the basic, you know, first year oh, uh, yeah. classes you have to take. And I held it off until the last second, like, until like my third year of college. Um, and I remember before I did my first shot, I or my first shot, first <laughs> first shot my first speech. We can talk about your drinking too I, if you want. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Before I, before I did my first speech in that class, I was so nervous to talk in front of people uh, that I I was I was drinking heavily, and I uh, I was even I even I think I even smoked like a cigarette before I even did my first speech. In, in I my, can't tell uh, if you're joking. Are you class. serious? I, I swear to God, I'm. I'm. What? Later, uh, my anxiety was just that high to talk in front of people. Uh, I can make casual conversations, but anything structured, if it's if it's mm. structured and it's like, you know, obviously it got better, uh, you know, afterwards. And then in, in real life work, I had to, you know, present for any engineering projects I'm doing. Uh, but um, improv is a little bit easier, I think, for me, I like to just kind of talk on, on uh, just reacting to like what's going on and and more in person um uh, but if it's like all eyes on me I, I get really really shy um so i think that streaming back to your question uh kind of streaming uh was an opportunity for one to for me to stay close to my friends that uh were also locked down during covid i was already playing games every day anyways um I talked to Ash about it and she said, go for it, of course, cause she's the awesome supportive person that she is. Love that. Uh, And then, uh, I, yeah, I think it was also an opportunity to help me, uh, kind of step out of my shell more a little bit. Uh, not necessarily, I didn't necessarily care for the cam on, but I didn't, I didn't consider doing not cam cause I was just like, I want to yeah. I want to have the cool, like, you know, layout. I'm not going to have anything if it's just a game showing. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I honestly started more for keeping in touch with family's friends, being new friends during the lockdown, um, and combining that with my love of video games and wanting to kind of uh, better, I guess, better my presentation skills.
0: <laughs> really? Was there any relationship to the better of presenting of your presentation skills? Was there any driving factor in that? affecting your engineering or when you started streaming was there already the idea that this was something you wanted to pursue with potentially more passion than engineering
1: uh at the at first probably not uh, so i have well i have i actually have adhd i got, I got me diagnosed too late. yeah yeah i got diagnosed super late though i didn't get diagnosed so actually right before i went full time <laughs> oh gee uh, i was officially
0: diagnosed like less than a year ago
1: yeah, yeah. So, so we were pretty close. And yeah, I was maybe like two years ago, when I, or two and a half years ago. Um, but
0: uh, shit, what were we talking about? I don't know. That's great. Well, <laughs> ADHD. even s- ADHD, did your was that something that you had been had the idea of ADHD been brought up to you before in different capacities? Or was it the introduction of streaming that kind of shone the light on that aspect of you?
1: Uh, no, I think I've had it, uh, for a while, but it kind of progressed the more, I think the more I kind of got, uh, into the streaming because it's like, I feel like the people that do have ADHD, um, you either can't focus on anything or you are dialed in on one thing. Yeah. Uh, pretty hard. And Streaming was, like, you know, getting kind of, like, the, I guess, the getting super into the streaming stuff really made it hard for me to focus even at work. Yeah, <laughs> Because I was just, I was at work, and all I could think about was, like, oh, man, how can I improve this? Like, how do I, how the hell do you use Streamlabs? Like, you nice. Know, like, or, <laughs> or any of those things, uh, and and, um, and that kind of, I think, doing the streaming, though, I, do, I wasn't expecting uh, necessarily to go uh full time into it or have it take over engineering just because it's such a large uh pay gap basically between oh yeah you as far as like <laughs> it's a totally different lifestyle um but i think the more that i did it and the uh the more connections i made the more people i met uh it definitely started to turn the tide for me uh probably about a year into it where um you know i was creating these relationships with others uh via the internet um you know that was once upon a time kind of not necessarily frowned on but like people kind of thought it was weird yeah um but to me they were genuine uh every single person that i came across uh and i truly felt like i was building something that was bigger than myself and and Mm. i was getting way more fulfillment from the streaming than i was from my own engineering job Um, Low background, my engineering job, I, I would make uh, carbon fiber parts for like military aircraft. A um, couple other jobs, like some of them are involved in, uh, you know, some are doing UAVs, reconnaissance, others are, uh, for lack of better words, blowing up people. And I uh, kind of was like in a, I guess, a rock in a hard place uh, as far as like, my intentions on in doing that uh, long term. Um, at least for depending on what kind of projects I would get, it kind yeah. of kind of flip and flop depending on what projects I get. If I got projects that were just, you know, pretty first, hard- I was even making uh, bidets for uh, Gulfstream Sh- Gulf private jets. that are made out of fiberglass. So, yeah, like for these, you know, millionaires, billionaires uh, making their uh, <laughs> making the engineering for their uh, toilets so So you really
0: took a pay cut oh no no.
1: oh to do uh, that? yeah to stream jeez (laughs) yeah 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 um but the thing was though is at the time that i decided to leave um you know like i i've always been the type to kind of encourage both myself and and ashley and and those around me that uh matter like at the end of the day it's you really only have one life to live and and yeah and um fortunately for me, like I kinda got my baseline. Like for me to say that engineering is my baseline is probably the most fortunate situation I can have, other than like I inherited millions of dollars from somebody. Yeah. Like so like so like, you know, having that to fall back on, um being smart with our money. We got very fortunate during COVID. We actually bought a house in San Diego like right before COVID had hit, like the December before. And um <clears throat> that ended up helping uh obviously the the mortgage was ridiculous cuz San Diego i was going to so like, say <laughs> well now we live in vegas i'll get to that a little later but oh um, yeah uh you know just we we kind of i i it was it was a calculated decision so about a year in uh i decided you know like i truly had way more fulfillment uh doing the uh streaming and the content uh, over what i was doing at the moment and i felt that you know as long as i don't burn any bridges uh that you know what's the what's the harm that can be made uh by kind of making the leap and we made that leap uh two years ago actually in june in june of uh 2021 so we made it pretty fast we're i mean we weren't we're we are still not that big and probably a lot of people will probably wonder like how the hell is this guy sustaining full time with you know like his size comparable to majority of others and that's from streaming on kick
0: yeah i mean you're not lying <laughs> though <five>. you're not <laughs> lying, not
1: lying. <laughs> well facebook facebook had 100 percent, right so so yeah. like facebook facebook uh, a lot of people uh talked down on facebook obviously you know the last probably year year and a half on facebook has kind of been unfortunate, but for a lot of us, including probably yourself and, oh, yeah. and other Facebook creators, it really helped us establish um kind of a baseline for us with them giving us a hundred percent of uh web subs. Yep. And, you know, what is it, six, seventy percent of uh, uh mobile phone mobile yeah. subs. So like that was that was a really that was actually game changer for Facebook back then. It just wasn't magnified or announced as I guess frequently on the timeline or Twitter feed as as uh, most don't know, um, because they didn't take Facebook seriously. Yep. Um, But, uh, yeah, so being able to, like, just seeing that I was actually making an income from it and kind of projecting it forward along with, you know, saving a bunch of money uh, from my primary job, actually saving up her money. um, Yeah, we decided to just, you know, take the leap and uh, do it full-time just because... Uh I truly, truly love doing this and I truly love uh connecting and uh connecting with people and and having conversations with with the ones in my community and, and new people as well. I love that.
0: What was that so for that year from the April of 2020 to June of twenty one, what was the work life balance for you? How what was your stream schedule? Did you have a stream schedule? Were you prioritizing offline content at that time? Kind of what was what was the beginning of Bikey rounds? journey with balancing all of that stuff.
1: I was purely doing streams at first. Um I'll post uh clips. Uh this was like probably just on the cusp of like kind of short form taking off. So our all my clips were, you know, just what you're seeing right now, like widescreen. Yep. YouTube format, but it's like, you know, like 30 seconds to a minute of like so I was posting clips. Um and I was streaming three times a week. Uh like I'll get home from work like let's say it needed to be like Monday, Wednesday, Friday usually. And I would rush home from work. Like work would be trying to keep me late. I'm like, Nope. I did my hours. I'm out. Nice. Uh, gotta get home, stream by six o'clock, and then I'd you know, stream from like six to like ten PM uh California time, uh three times a week. And then on, you know, Tuesday or Thursday I get home and I'm like, Oh man, I got that clip the last night before so I had to learn how to edit videos, too. So, you know, it was another kind of, like, part of the process. So I got put on, like, DaVinci Resolve, which is, like, a free software for, I love it. for anybody that's looking to uh, edit. I use Premiere Pro now, but that's only because Ashley has, like, a Adobe, like, suite uh, membership thing. So we both use that. Um, and, yeah, I'll just, you know, find clips, cut it, and then I was really intrigued with, like, trying to throw in, like, captions and memes and stuff like that. Um, so I was doing that throughout the first year. Um, and then doing, like, you know, like, I we actually launched merch probably, like, a few months in, which is kind of, probably, I don't know if too many people do it, do it that early. Uh, but uh, I ordered a bunch of iron-on patches of my logo uh from some company i i I just googled it probably and uh, i bought a bunch of blank hats and i started selling those and i would iron them on myself what Uh, yeah yeah so anybody that bought one or my friends i'd just be like yeah man here and then like whenever the order comes in you know i iron it on we had like a whole little box station and packing it all obviously you know third party has become a lot easier now just because as time goes by but at the beginning i was doing that every single uh new sub or when i first unlocked subs on facebook probably about seven months in maybe uh before i went full-time but like seven months into streaming uh i remember i for the first 100 subs that i had i hand wrote a letter and put a sticker on every single one and mailed it to each each no way uh And I was doing this while working full time too, so like actually, I actually could vouch uh, i it kind of uh there were some tough times as far as like you know kind of managing my priorities right because obviously yeah. I was so infatuated with the streaming stuff, so like outside of at work, I'm doing my work, but I'm also thinking about the streaming I leave work I'm either streaming or working on this thing, and then it's like, hey, like you know where's the time for you still gotta make time for your significant other or your your dogs or anybody at your home, you know. Um, so it, it was, it was a really tough balance. There was, there was some rocks and, or I guess some bumps on the road, but, yeah. uh, well, I, I would, but you know, I, I was so kind of in love with the growing process and in love with, uh, learning all of it, uh, that, you know, I just did what I had to do, uh, to kind of, I guess, please, please my, my own, uh, expectations.
0: What would you say was the most difficult part of all of that?
1: Hmm. The, the the most difficult part, obviously, I think, is just trying to balance your time uh, outside of that. Uh, just like balancing my time with family or Ashley or the dogs, um, and just kind of maintaining a healthy healthy life outside of because you could call them both work technically. Yep. Uh, at some point, even if you're you know passionate about, but I, I kind of go on my stints. Uh, I was the same way with like my golfing and stuff like that too, because at one point I aspired to be a pro golfer, so I was just spending hour after hour, you know, out and about. So I think I think it's good to have a the, the tough tough part really is just having a balance with um what you're in love with, what you're infatuated with, with also
0: with, you know, your your personal life outside of that. How did you end up finding that balance? Do you feel like you have a good balance now?
1: Yeah, actually, yeah, we have a pretty good balance. Um, well, so Ashley, or since there's Sunshine in the chat, she streams as well. She started about, she started dabbling with it. I think a little over two years ago. So she she started maybe, uh, right, right before I went full time. She she started, and uh just to try it out because she was doing, she was actually doing artwork uh at first so she does art she was you know painting drawing stuff like that so nice. like yeah you want to wanna give it a shot we could do it you know and then so she tried that out um she ended up building a community pretty fast uh uh and then obviously with me having a community kind of established it kind of helped like get it jump started and then uh just she just spread her wings
2: <laughs> nice, <laughs> and, she,
1: and she started hitting it off. And at the time she was, she was doing, uh, you know, her own work in graphics. Um, and she, you know, fortunately, you know, when we, when I made the jump, obviously we, we saved a, a good amount, uh, of our money. We didn't really, we don't really spend too much. We're not too materialistic, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, we kind of calculated it and she really wanted to try. So I was like, sure, like let's both do it. And then, so we've actually both been full-time for about two years now. And uh, uh, we ended up selling our home in San Diego uh, about April of last year. April, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then we moved out to Las Vegas to kind of reduce the, I guess expenses uh, Yeah, living in California is very expensive oh, uh, yeah. as you know, because you moved to from what North Hollywood to Colorado to, to Denver. Right. Yep. So, so it's like, you know, you're cutting down your expenses. We were making all the decisions to try to give this, uh, give this thing or this passion of ours an opportunity to succeed. And uh, luckily we, we made some money on the home to help kind of extend that. Uh, and yeah that brings us that really just brings us here uh i think i think now that we're both we both do it we kind of have alternating uh we kind of have alternating schedules so i usually stream on like monday wednesday friday she usually does now sunday tuesdays thursdays uh so we're both able to kind of like mod for each other or like you know help out or support when the others quote-unquote working and then outside of that um we've really made it habit even more we've been probably hitting our stride a little bit even better recently because we've been uh getting to the gym so we you know we get a lot of quality time together uh just because we work from home we go to the gym together we hang out with the dogs together we eat together so like uh there's been a lot of good uh i guess uh mental and just straight health benefits uh from us doing is compared to our previous I guess lives uh working in nine to fives and, and
0: that's honestly uh, irreplaceable to me that is making me want to vomit with jealousy that's so great <laughs> like that's so I love it's we I want to feel be like, like you. I mean you know it'll, it'll happen it'll happen you guys already have each other's love so the last thing you need to be is jacked and in love that's just not fair what um <laughs> That's so, I I find it so interesting, especially within entertainment or more creative avenues. I feel having a partner of some, of like-mindedness is so important because if you have someone who does have a typical nine to five and you're a creative and you're trying to stream, if someone doesn't appreciate or really understand that world, it can be difficult to sort of have them like learn to understand it so the fact that both of you have found your home and your passion in content what has been the hardest part about navigating that as a couple
1: uh well yeah like what you said is is correct because like when i first started doing it obviously ashley had no clue what the hell i'm doing she's like this guy's just playing video games every night after he comes home from work yeah and now and now he's got this other hobby where he has to put additional work in to make his video games look good for other people or something and so you know uh i think once she started doing it too it kind of or once she kind of saw my passion and once she tried it herself uh i think that definitely uh definitely helped both of us uh relationship wise um what was your uh question again sorry
0: just like the diff what's been the most difficult part of having a partner in content creation or has it been relatively smooth for the both of you now that you uh, both have kind of worked it out i don't i don't
1: i don't know if it's difficult with both of us being i mean i guess the only thing you can say that's difficult really about content creation is kind of keep a roof over your head and yeah food on the table honestly that and that's still that goes that goes with everybody's jobs you know like um, the the only thing is that in content creation, you know, we rely heavily on those that uh, individuals that support us. And it's not like we're uh, we don't have a payroll or anything. Uh, yeah, some people might have been fortunate, you know, some uh, some people, you know, obviously the the point zero zero one percenters, you know, they they land contracts of some sorts. But for the majority, every single creator is reliant on uh, their communities, kind of. I guess you could say subscription or donation. Um, obviously, the next step to get there. Uh, you know, every creator would love it if they didn't have to rely on their community to help them remain uh, full time or remain let them do this. Because at the end of the day, they're doing this because they love it. Majority majority of creators are doing because they love it. Um, you know, they. It's not like you know when one quits streaming that it's because they you know hate the community and just like give oh yeah it's just you know sometimes we have to make sacrifices in order to kind of continue doing what we love doing uh but uh i think yeah probably the most difficult part is probably just uh budgeting but between me and ashley uh no honestly this is probably the most uh time we get to spend together. period even though we we so we're we're actually the home that we got here in vegas we we have each of us have our own sh- like kind of studio room per se. Nice. So we could, we could literally yell. I could yell through the wall right now and Ashley would hear me. Uh, <laughs> we, we kind of like, we're kind of like, even though we're at our PCs uh, doing our own thing, probably like, you know, 10 plus hours a day, we're still, uh, we still feel connected. Cause it's literally just a wall. Yeah. Between us and, and like, you know, and at any moment where we have the, opportunity to kind of step out the door and just knock and come in or whatever um so uh we're very fortunate of that i think we don't want to take that for granted because uh you know um not not too many people get to spend as much time together as as we do um even though majority of the time we are we are working we are doing our own thing uh, a lot of hours of the day but um just being able to have that connection, I think, uh, has been, been a really positive thing for our relationship.
0: Yeah, that's so adorable. I love that so much. <laughs> Sorry to talk about relationships. Dude, no, I, that's, I, that's one of the things I wanted to ask because I even, I even see that you guys, It's uh, well, what was my question before? Oh, yeah, 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 and then I'll get to that how so when you are not because you only mentioned you you both are pretty much only streaming three times a week besides modding and supporting each other what do your off stream days look like are you mostly focused on editing do you take more time for you and just relaxation
1: Mm -hmm. so yes that's that's actually a tough question and and this is where i'll probably get into the the weeds of like uh anybody that's ever thought about going full-time um if and uh, one thing that's been very difficult for me, Ashley's really good at it. Uh, she's really good at making clips and everything. Um, I don't know if it's just my ADHD. I don't have healthcare, so I don't have medication for it or anything. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, like uh, being able to kind of be disciplined outside of your streams uh, is probably the most difficult part, I think, of content creation uh, because. You have to still make it a work day. Um, you know, you, honestly, probably if I were to recommend anybody, it would probably be, you know, you probably should be 80, 20, 80 working on, you know, uh, your craft, your clips, everything outside of stream. And then, you know, 20% stream or even 50, 50, at least. Yeah. Um, the, the, the thing is that it's, it's difficult because a lot of us, I'm sure you could say it as well, is like we enjoyed this portion of our stream like of our career yes we love we love the streaming part we love uh you know keeping up with chat talking to everybody um it's it's very when the when the camera turns off you know it's a, it's about what what are, you, what are you doing when the camera turns off um and you're technically off the grid um all those other hours and that's kind of an area that i struggle still to this day um i kind of have spurts of you know clips here and there um i wish i was better at them uh some some you know i've tried out editors too here and there uh it being able to be a content creator versus the streamer has been still been kind of a i would say the difficult jump for me uh even though you know i obviously just based on you know time itself the content is flowing out but uh maybe not the consistency that I had maybe imagined prior to going full time. Okay. Uh but yeah, yeah, I think I think outside so outside of, outside of the streaming you know, I'm usually either uh going through clips, editing when I could get myself to and then uh or uh you know we go to a gym. Uh I like to play golf. Uh so sometimes I, I haven't golfed in a few months. Going golfing tomorrow, actually. Hey, oh, yeah. there we go. So yeah, golf's a very time-consuming sport. <laughs> so, oh yeah. and Joe, because like one day out of golfing is literally like five hours, six hours every day. Um. Uh. And then if I'm not doing either of those things, then I'm usually, you know, keeping in touch with friends, uh, watching streams myself and chatting it up, or lurking in there. Um. But, yeah, I think I think the main thing. Uh, that I've been trying to get better at, uh, which I'm, I've still been working on is, is really to be able to, you know, on the, let's say the Tuesdays and Thursdays that I'm not streaming, uh, to really dive into the, uh, clip work and the editing, uh, starting to do YouTube videos. Finally, it took me like two, uh, two years. Uh, so started doing some YouTube videos. I think a lot of it too. A lot of us probably, uh, deal with, I guess some sort of, uh, imposter syndrome or or some sort of uh kind of like you're in your own head thing to where you you have um so many ideas and so many things that you want to do but you never it's it's really difficult to just decide one and just go and kind of attack it uh because you kind of want all all things going at once but usually when you have so many things that you want to do and you don't uh prioritize one thing you end up doing uh nothing. And uh it's fair. it happens, but uh still working on that.
0: What so what is that content process for you like? Do are you because I know you're a sweaty fucking human when it comes to Call of Duty. So are you a are you going into your streams thinking I want to get these sort of clips, or do you sort of stream and then use what happens, find something that is that has a common thread and then put that out as content?
1: Mm, so I think that's a good, that's a really good question. I think that everybody should actually, anybody who's interested in content or anybody that's listening to this, if you're doing any content, uh, my mindset changed over time. Um, it's still hard to do it sometimes depending on, uh, you know, like like I think it's uh, if you solo stream or if you squad stream with people, right? So yep. like, or if you, if you stream with others, uh, because um when you stream with others, you kind of got to have them on board. Like, Hey, this is what I'm doing today. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like, like for you, for example, say, Hey man, I'm running Cali sticks and <laughs> Riot Show all day. Just so you guys know. Uh, so like with like new guns and things like that at first, it used to just be kind of like, Oh, this is a cool thing that happened in my game. Um, but over time I've been trying to st- strategize a little bit more. And, and honestly, the best method to go about it, which I know, you know, because this is what you do is, Going to the stream, you already know what kind of content you're gonna make. So you're, you know, when you're recording it, for the most part, uh, more times than not, you know what the goal of today's stream is gonna be, right? Yeah. Today is my first day in GTA RP. Yeah. Let's see what let's see what fucking crazy shit happens right now. Like you know, (laughs) like so like that's that's a that's a title in itself that's standalone. You know, obviously you're hoping that you get a few cool instances or interactions that you're like oh shit yes this is going in you know like you still have to be you know obviously the uh the random natural occurrences that happen that uh are just straight funny are obviously or genuine or are super great but from a content creator standpoint you do have to you do have to manufacture some things. You do have to create the content. And if you're not go if you're going into um your stream and you're just like I'm just going to have fun with my friends today and play, it's going to be really hard for you to <laughs> get clips or get recordings uh out of that versus like hey, today I'm only using these broken snake shots and I'm going to clip every person I kill. Yep. Like so it's it's <clears throat> I kind of bounce back and forth because it just depends kind of like on the on on the content day um and then there's other days where i'm just like hey i just want to you know like i'm learning mouse and keyboard right now trying to be a legend like oh you, you really and yeah yeah i'm learning valorant dude and see. oh that's right like, uh but i've been doing more of that off stream but but like that's fair so and I, I stream a couple times but like you know this one's more like hey this is just me practicing gaming and uh casually conversating with everybody so there's no no video to be unless i catch some crazy clip but obviously you know i'm just learning um so, uh, you know, it, it really just it really just depends on how you want to kind of write it up write, up, write up the script, per se, uh, for you to attack. But I think that having a strategy that you are um, kind of pre-planning before you do your streams does make it way easier for you to produce the content afterwards, because I noticed that uh, when I just play, even if I clip while I'm playing and I get all these clips, They kind of just sit in my folder and they never, you know, if I don't edit them immediately after stream, they're kind of like forgotten of and they're just kind of, you know, fade off into the distance versus like something that I already knew I was going to uh, go for going into the stream. I actually do it and I execute it. I'm already kind of got momentum to where I'm like, oh man, right after stream, I'm going to freaking
0: edit this thing and get it out there. I was going to say, do you struggle with your... Motivation to do those edits? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. it will be it. It just depends, cause like, so some of it's skill based, based on like you know, like, hey, you you know, obviously, uh, all of us watch other people's content too. Sometimes I wish I I watch less, uh, just because, um, I feel like the more you watch, kind of other people's content um even though you know you enjoy them and everything like that it kind of either maybe just for me it kind of like like man damn i can't do that or like man like or or you might see something like oh shit i was gonna i was gonna do exactly that and then like you know like you don't want to kind of like spoil your uh or like soil your uh your own creative uh mind so Uh, I think one thing I wish I did sometimes is, is watch a little less uh, because I think that sometimes when I watch just being uh, in the creative space, when you watch stuff, uh, you kind of, you kind of, maybe it's just me. I I tend to like get in my own head and like kind of second guess what I was going to do to begin with when, if I wouldn't have just, if I would have just went straight to it, uh, then I would have gotten it, you know, out there and it would have had its own kind of, Uh, it would have been me basically versus like potentially influenced by external uh, content or just me thinking down about my own content or something
0: like that. Interesting. So there's almost a relationship between your ability to enjoy content and then it gets to a point where you start to then judge or critique or feel some type of way about your own
1: Correct. I and mean, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say you, you're comparing comparing yourself to others. I think it's just more of like, um, it's it's not necessarily comparing. I would say it's more of uh, influencing my own creative thoughts to where I'm not uh, I don't feel original uh, with what I'm trying to what I had originally intended, and then it kind of like sidetracks me to like kind of like like ah, no, nah, never mind. I'm not gonna do that, or uh. Something along those lines, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call it like uh, comparing myself because I don't, I don't really. I've, I mean, I've been doing, for, I've been doing this for three years now, so like, yeah. I, I mean, and I and I'm where I'm at, you know. And I don't, I don't think, I don't ever think I deserve more or less. I think that I deserve to be where I'm at, and that, you know, I know the things in like, with my own internal dialogue, I know, I know the things that I'm not doing, and I know the things that I am doing that um you know that you may obviously you still want to observe others to to learn and to take notes from others uh those that you admire or look up to um but i think that you know at the end of the day you, you just got to do really and and that's probably that's probably the hard part for a lot of people is just honestly is just throughput uh because you know i could i could i've had shitty clips go viral and i've had clips that i spent hours on uh do nothing you know or yep. reach nobody um you know i had a dumb afk <laughs> clip from uh Caldera where i landed afk and i put like a reverbed version of celine dion on it and it got like 2.4 million views on facebook <laughs> nice <laughs> like, yeah but then but the, the thing is i was like Another thing, too, is like we because a lot of us we get kind of caught up in like uh, algorithms and, you know, like every yep. platform has its own distribution uh, pattern. So, like, let's say that video did 2.4 on Facebook, 2.4 million. I'm like, oh, wow, this is a freaking hit. You check on YouTube, you check on TikTok, you check on IG. It's like 100 views here, yeah. 300 views here. And you're like, what? Like like so, But that should be more power to you to tell you that honestly just keep creating and keep putting it out there um and i think a lot of times i just um get in my own head and i just don't put enough out there to even have give it the opportunity to get recognized and that's why i don't really necessarily i guess uh you know consider myself ahead or behind on where where i stand i guess in my
0: growth so would you say that your there is almost a do you enjoy the act of editing do you enjoy that creative process or is it because i remember you you mentioned just like of course the streaming is the most fun part to an extent this is like the live interaction mm-hmm. that is what's awesome but the to say that the content creation or the editing however you want to actually formally label it is so important to your growth do you Yeah. Is there, are there certain times where you do have the passion for that and you want to make the fun edits or do you, are you still at a point where it is sort of daunting?
1: I think, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, this would be a good time to really pretty much kind of call it like the, the monster in the closet of like, it's, it sounds, uh, I get motivated for a lot of things and, and, and maybe it's out of his adhd mind but like i i could almost uh fulfill something through my head already with the idea with the clip right and then but then you know that sometimes might satisfy me but if it never gets produced and exported out onto you know the interwebs uh nobody else will get that satisfaction or or even get the glimpse of it and i think um a lot of guys, a lot of times I like to say to Ashley too, I'm like, yeah, I'm an idea guy. Bro, <laughs> like, yup. Like being an idea guy is, is, is a tough spot to be because you, you're, uh, um, I'll get infatuated like with, with, you know, some form of content that I really want to create and make it. And then, um, you know, I'll get halfway through and my motivation wears off and then my discipline doesn't kick in and it'll never get done and um that's honestly the the death of a creator right there yeah if you can't kick it to the end and and get it exported and saved out and um i'll be one to say that i i the ideas and you know getting going on a lot of things uh, uh i'm pretty good at that but finishing a lot of things I am very not good at <laughs> and, and I'm trying to get better. Uh, I've also tried, you know, but then when you try editors, um, you really have to have a lot of patience. I, I know you've worked with editors too. Yep. And you have to have a lot of patience to try to kind of get, you know, your style because majority of editors aren't in your streams as much as your loyal, you know, subs and stuff yeah. like that. So they may not understand the same humor or the punchline that you're trying to get through. Uh, uh a video even if you even if you describe out exactly how you want something done it doesn't it doesn't always come out uh that way and and, and you know in the ideal world and perfect world you're hoping that that editor is like like a clone of you and that they're just cranking them out for you and you're like yeah i fucking love this like every time but it's it's, it's a little bit it's a balance so like you know i've i've tried to do editors because i'm like you know i don't have the discipline to push these things through so let's try editor and then when you have an editor and then you're like okay i'm getting things pushed through but i don't like it (laughs) yeah and then then, you know but you're but you know you're not you're not trying to put the false not on the editor though it's just you know they haven't given had enough time to kind of you have to give them enough time to mesh with you so um trying to find that balance you know and it's like a lot of things you know like if you want it done right or to your liking you have to do it yourself and just trying to um discipline yourself to to really push through and get it, uh sometimes take a takes an extra kick in the ass, uh to to do. Um, which which is unfortunate because like, you know, we love streaming, we love doing it, but it's like you know that you have another gear in you and you know that you can always do more. So sometimes you just kinda of question yourself, like, well, why am I not doing more? But it, you kinda of get into like a little kind of little mental circle of just kind of doubting yourself and uh I think, you know, that's just one thing I've always kind of circled back to and try to try to overcome. So I'll have stints where, you know, I might crank out like five clips in one session and nice. I'll have content for a week, right? And then next thing you know, like a month goes by and I don't do nothing. So it's like, it's a, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. And, and, and you know, and there. And obviously, you know, when videos do good, you might be more video. you might be more motivated just naturally, just because you see videos doing good and you see like the fruits of your labor. Uh when you feel like you work hard on anything and it doesn't come out maybe how you want it to, you know, like that could be disheartening. But like the logical side of me, the engineering side of me is kind of like throughput. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, you just need to get the throughput and just believe that the law of averages of just like a stock, right. Or, or anything that any investment, um, no investment just goes straight up and, you know, takes off. Right. You gotta, you gotta, the investment's going to go down and up several times, you know, like, uh, same thing with anybody's emotions, anybody's day at work. Like every day is different when you go to your, you know, for those of you that are watching like your day job, right. Like every day you're going to go into work and be like, this guy fucking ruined my day. Or, yeah. you're gonna, or you gonna your boss is going to praise you and you'd be like, Fuck yeah! Like I fucking this is a this is a good work day. Like <clears throat> so, the same thing happens in the creative space where you know some days we're shitting on ourselves because we see metrics and we think that we're doing something wrong, and other days we're like, oh shit, I don't know how that video did good, but hell yeah! Like I'm gonna make another one right now. Um,
0: it's it's really just a it's just a roller coaster.
1: <laughs> so I, I I still love doing it.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like you wouldn't be doing it if it, if you didn't, especially with someone with ADHD. It's so impossible to do something if you don't like it. So that's that's what I'm wondering when it comes to that lack of motivation when you're doing clips. For me, my struggle becomes when it starts, when I have an idea of how I want it to be in my head and I start and I don't feel I have the technical prowess or whatever mm-hmm. tool I need in order to see it to fruition is that how it works for you or what would you describe that lack of motivation or that thing that makes you stop being jazzed to edit that clip or work on that YouTube video? What would you say that is for you?
1: Uh, yeah, I would, I would agree. I think it's something like, or if it's because a lot of the things that we do, um, <clears throat> some we've never done before. Every clip is yeah. new. Every, every clip is individual. And, uh, you know, you might be trying to add something new to every clip because, you know, you're thinking 1% better every clip over time. Yep. Um, you know, it's, it's going to eventually become a great product, but, um, there's a sense of friction, uh, to get over that hurdle, uh, that, that sometimes is just maybe too much mentally to overcome sometimes. And you kind of just shelf it, uh, just cause you may be, you may not be able to do it. Uh, and maybe you don't have the motivation at the time to kind of push through it. Um, it's, yeah, it it, it could be tough because, uh, I think, I think the hardest thing, like I don't know if, you know, like the two minute rule uh, or like, you know, like for me, that's probably something that I need to implement more of because for me, a lot of my friction is up front. Uh, Ooh, it's the when start. It, when, it, when yeah, yeah, when it comes to anything. Yep. Um, and like once I get going, like once I get past that two minutes or five minutes, and then I'm, I'm rolling. I could, I could do it to completion. Um, but I have, uh, I lock up a lot when it comes to uh, just any task at hand. Um, I think I, one, one area that I probably should get better at is organizing. I don't know if you have any, do you have any, uh, I'm not mean the interview, you, but Dude, what kind please. of, uh, what kind of tools do you use? I would like to know to kind of keep yourself organized or to maybe, uh, like outline your days or your, your work that you want to get done that you haven't gotten to.
0: Yeah. I, one of the things that works for me, and fortunately I I mean, fortunately, unfortunately, I'm spending money out the asshole just so I can have health insurance so I could go to therapy and then have ADHD meds. But one of the things that I know is so important is schedule. So I, pretty, I wake up at the same time every freaking day. For me, Monday through Friday is essentially all the same. I have blocks of time pretty much from like 8 to 1030 is blocked out to work on TikTok videos in the morning then i have a break at 10:30 start stream at 11 go 11 to 4 or 4:30 then i have about an hour uh, another 15 to a half an hour break and then i have another block for me to work on editing if i want to write more uh tiktok ads or whatever the hell i'm doing i have that block from around 5 until 7 and then pretty much by 7:30 i want to be done working and mm. pretty much monday through friday that's helped when do you gym uh morning, gym right? in the morning yeah to pretty much and that's why it's Like it is a schedule, but I'm also flexible enough where I can like I include those specific blocks of time because like this, exactly like (laughs) this. So I can have extra time to do this. Or if Mm -hmm. I don't want to go to the gym, like if anything, I'll do uh, jujitsu 530 to 630 or 530 to 730 and then I'll go to the gym after. So let's say 745 to nine or 915 come back, work on some videos, but then I know that I have a bunch of time on the back end to do. Or if I'm feeling inspired, maybe I'll just go to jujitsu until 6.30 and then I know that I have all of this free time until I have to start stream at 11. So it's a combination of having things that I have to do with also blocks Mm -hmm. of free time because there's also certain days where I don't want to work. I don't have the motivation to, I don't feel like I'm going to produce anything great. So amazing. I'm going to sit on my couch from 8.30 until 10.30. And then maybe I might get a random idea that helps me become inspired to do that. And then I'll do it. But another thing is also like I set up a a mini kind of like office in my living room. I have a desk out there. I have my laptop. I have a mic with a little uh, (laughs) impromptu uh, like recording sound booth. I guess you can say I took one of those old target foldable drawers, put some styrofoam in it and then i just have my blue yeti in there and it takes all the noise out so i can literally have harry potter on the tv and it's just figuring out how my brain works and it's like if i can throw lord of the rings on in the background and work i'm able to get shit done and so having that schedule and just putting myself in a position to enjoy work more i think because i i don't know about you but there's certain instances where i can feel like oh i have to do X. I have to sit at my desk or I have to be technically doing it this way. And then I realize, holy shit, because we have ADHD, we can just do things. As long as we're enjoying it and we find a way to make it fun, it's going to be mm-hmm. 50 times easier to do. So if mm-hmm. I'm jazzed to go and sit on my couch with my little uh, laptop tray and work on videos while I watch TV, that makes me so fu- uh, fucking happy. So it's going to make me more inclined to work. And then when it comes to my uh just like editing clips and stuff i have my replay buffer for two minutes i have a specific folder where all those clips go i pretty much start and stop my recordings based on the type of content i'm going to be making so it's like i have the entire four and a half or four hours i did gta separated ended that recording started this new one so then i don't have to go back cut Mm -hmm. and sort through the things because it just it becomes so annoying and I think kind of what you were saying, the act of actually starting it is the hardest part. So that's why I don't wait until the next day or even a few days, typically to start organizing my clips. I grab a snack, I take a walk and then I get it done right after so that Mm -hmm. I know that I know what I have. And then who knows, maybe some inspiration comes from, oh shit, I didn't realize I had those three awesome clips that I like. Cool. Let's put that together. Let's do a voiceover. So just kind of tricking my brain into finding little more things that I can enjoy about it. And also what you're saying is building the habit of it. All those things put together have made it significantly easier for me to attempt to get shit done. Um, Yeah, like really just scheduling shit out.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's an area that uh, I I will pat myself on the back because I have improved on it. It's still a long ways. Nice. it's a addition, in addition, yeah. You, basically, you're you're trying to reduce the amount of friction to get something going. Yep. And honestly, the the more organized you can be, the more uh, it could be as simple as like. have you read the book Atomic Habits? Yep. By the way,
0: yeah, that's actually amazing I'm actually book. halfway through it, but
1: uh, <laughs> it's, <an amazing laughs> it's in book. my living room. Um, um, going to that, I read that one last year. I probably should reread it this year. Um, but uh. Yeah, like, like let's say, for example, every morning when I wake, let's say I wake up, I end up being on my phone for like half hour yep. or whatever. Like, you know, f- scrolling through DMs or Twitter timeline and checking socials. Uh, so let's say I want to eliminate that bad habit. So then uh, we end up changing our gym time to be as soon as we wake up, uh, me and Ashley. Um, and let's say we want to make the gym a nice routine every morning, uh, like how you do, let's say Monday through Friday. So I literally go to sleep in my gym attire. Are I you serious? My socks, uh, pra- practically. I probably change a shirt, but like, I pretty much have my basketball shorts on. I leave my socks right next to my bed. Uh, Sometimes I'll even have my pre-workout made in the cup already, so I can't say no to it because I'm not going to dump out pre-workout. That's money. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I'll have that pre-workout already pre-made. As soon as I wake up, I just chug it, and like, we're out. Let's go. And, you know, that saves me. Now that saves me 30 minutes a day of being on my phone in the morning, you know, or like uh, the the goal or I guess the ideation around Atomic Habits is trying to reduce the friction for – uh things that you want to do in your day or things that you want to kind of you know activities or, or tasks that you want to get done during your day or habits per se and create more friction on the things that you want to quit. Yep. Uh so for example I, I've gotten a few stints. I, I said I still do it here and there, but like let's say for example, uh vaping, for example, right? I want to quit vaping. So you know I have a vape at my desk here and I'm I'm you know i'm streaming i'm whatever you know smoking whatever awesome but like you know i want to stop it so the first thing i did was okay i'm gonna put my vape in a drawer across the room now it's like oh man chat's gonna see me get up and go across the room and go into this drawer to get this vape in order to do it so now i'm less inclined to do it because you know i made it more difficult and and just like with anything like if you're trying to Reduce doing something or you're trying to build something or habit, Um trying to make those the friction greater on things you're trying to quit doing and reduce the amount of friction for the things that you want to do more of. Uh, like for you, for example, moving those clips right into their respective folders right away, yep. uh, right after stream. So that way, hey, I already got it kind of sorted out. Now I don't have to sift through it because even something as simple as that, when I don't do it. And I have to, it's just an incredible amount of friction just for me to want to go back into that folder and dig through and figure out where it was, especially if more than a day passes, because once more than a day passes, you have so much recording done Mm -hmm. that you're just like, especially if you download a whole stream, (laughs) like, (laughs) unless you clip it or you you, you timestamp it on notes or something like that, trying to go through a full stream to find out that one clip that you had that was so funny at the time that... Now you have to, you know, kind of spend half hour to an hour skimming through a whole stream to try to find it. That's that's enough to make somebody not do it.
0: <laughs> do you not replay buffer your shit?
1: I, no, I replay buffer. I replay. Buffer. Oh, OK, good. I was just no, making sure. No, no, that's how I'm getting better. I, OK, know, like, good. I probably, I probably got the replay buffer about like six months into streaming. And then, OK, uh, you know, then w- when you record a lot, then the next, you know, you run into issues of like, oh, man, I don't have that much storage on my space. I need to throw stuff on the cloud. there's 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 a bunch of little things that that definitely need some improvement but uh even though thank god i replay buffer oh my god dude that would
0: would be that would be horrible (laughs) it would be impossible i wouldn't have clips there's no fucking way you're gonna get me to go back and watch an entire stream again or even scroll through i'm good that's yeah oh god i'm already exhausted thinking about it so then okay let's workshop what's two to three things you could do with your content to reduce that friction
1: uh honestly it's it's probably doing what you said but doing it with discipline and and that's uh as soon as you're done recording the content getting it into appropriate uh workflow folders to uh attack uh immediately because either attack immediately or like within you know within 24 hours really yeah because while it's fresh in your head is when you have the idea and being an idea guy yeah, you're you're infatuated with it with like you're infatuated at the thought of it because you're like yeah man that fucking clip i'm gonna turn this one into this i'm gonna put this song over i'm gonna voice over it with this line and it's gonna be so funny (laughs) and then and then you know so just trying to get the extract the clip from from the content whether you're recording it on stream or doing off stream uh, get it in a pr- appropriate organized folder on your workspace. That way, you know, if you come back the next day or you come back after a break, you're going straight into that folder and you're going to work on it. Um, that, that'd probably be one, one key there. Uh, a second one would be um, going into streams, uh, kind of having an idea, going into streams, having an idea of what... What you're gonna, you know, do today other than play? Obviously, yeah. like, because it's it's very easy to just mindlessly play with friends and enjoy your time, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Some people just, oh want yeah, to have you can get great clips with play. the homies too. Correct, correct, correct. But like, if you if you really want to do content, um, and you know, like I I talk about more than I've been about it up to this point, uh, but honestly, just going into it with Kind of like a preemptive plan of like, today I'm gonna run, you know, I'm gonna ruin everybody's day with a and a Riot Shield, and I'm yep. gonna give gonna me so many cliffs, or, you know, today I'm gonna play subs. I'm gonna play with my subs on custom Modern Warfare and knife them all like yes you know like you're speaking my language yeah yeah, exactly because i watch your content yeah (laughs) and then then, like uh you know whatever it may be um i think another you know idea would be to just get have have an idea of what you're trying to get today because it's way easier to make content uh out of something that's planned than hoping that you hit a magnificent like putting the pressure on yourself to, you know, obviously you, you do it, but like it's not always going to come. At least if you can have at least one thing, one goal for the day that you're trying to accomplish with the stream, uh, whether it be clip-wise, that, that puts you so far ahead of getting it done than, uh, you know, just kind of winging it and seeing what happens.
0: Are you one that struggles to work at home? Like if, when it comes to offline stuff?
1: Um... I used to. I, th- I think I still do. Just uh, just 'cause social media. I think yeah. Social social media definitely. Uh, I I can I can fall into doom scrolling a lot. Oh yeah. Um, we used to have cable and stuff like that, and like watching TV. But I honestly, I think that's one one good thing that uh, I've, we've really gotten rid of, uh, just when it pertains to work is uh kind of watching watching tv or watching cable or stuff like that um obviously it doesn't mean that we don't watch it at all but oh yeah you know every once you know every once in a while when we want to take a purposeful break then we'll go you know watch netflix hang out with the dogs or whatever uh but like me not having access to that uh has has helped um probably yeah probably i would say probably the the hardest thing would probably be is kind of like you know when you have a, a Brain like ours it, that's pretty scattered, uh oh yeah, we tend to um we might have a task in front of us that we really should do, and we'll go into every single social media app to figure out how not to do it, oh yeah,
0: <laughs> there's always thirty seven other things I can
1: be doing yeah, 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 like like, so I think I think you know that the the most difficult part is really just deciding on one thing and doing that one thing to completion because you think that you need to you can multitask everything, but you really can't. And being and and studies have shown that multitasking actually (laughs) reduces your productivity by like forty percent or something like that. Yeah. Uh so you know, um being easily distracted, I think finding a way to finish things through completion helps. Uh I think one way I've I've kind of done better with it is i i do keep a notebook on my desk nice um and i was doing pretty good the first probably like four months of the year i kind of fell off after a subathon and a few other things that added a bunch of things to my plate um but uh uh keeping one one thing that i recommend people do whether it's at their workplace uh depending on what kind of work you do obviously uh or at home is Usually before bed, before I call it a night, I tend to, uh, I like to write down uh, at least one to three things, or at least I'll, I'll write down uh, the things that I want to get done the next day. Nice. Um, but, but I'll asterisk or, or highlight one to three things that I need to get done that day. The rest of them could be floaters that carry over day to day. That's like, hey, you just got to get this done, you know, by soon or by, by X week. Um, But I usually try to get like one to three things written down uh, each night uh, before bed to that I want to attack the next day, and that that helps me tremendously when I'm trying to kind of avoid doing anything. When it's like, if it's clear cut written down on my notebook, then I know it has to be done. But if it's more like, let's get a clip out, like if that's my yeah, that's my note, right? If that's my note is let's get a clip out tomorrow, like okay, well, well, shit, where am I going to start? You're going to yeah. <laughs> but if you're like, let's get this clip out of the Riot Shield game where I got seven kills and that guy rage quit and he yelled in my ear, like, it really has to be that description, uh, that descriptive sometimes in order to kind of get, you know, to get the point across and enough for you to immediately be able to work on it otherwise if you just write just get a clip yeah there's too much friction there's too much friction there at least for me personally to be like okay shit i gotta open up this folder now i gotta dig through the stream and find you know or dig through the clips uh because i didn't pick one that i wanted to do already i was gonna yeah, I say how
0: many clips are you making per stream
1: <clears throat> not not too much well well when those snake shots came out I got, I got yeah so that's fair I, got, I had so many I have like twenty clips, and I'm like, well, let's let's kind of narrow it down to like the three best ones and merge them together or something. So like, but then, but now I have them all sitting in a folder, and they're probably mixed in with other events that happened in the stream. And because I didn't pick those twenty clips out, let's say, let's say, I don't know that stream, I took like thirty clips. Let's say, just because I didn't go through and watch each one real quick to pick out only the Snakeshot ones and put them into a new folder, that's probably gonna sit there for a while unless I do until i do that part that's probably the hardest part to do really to get going uh
0: how long uh, do you make
1: your clips they're a minute dude okay (laughs) i i I, at first they used to be the default 30 seconds but i made them a minute just in case i have to like because like sometimes if you're like in warzone you have like a 1v3 or 1v4 and it takes kind of like some time to kind of play out i don't want to worry about merging merging two
0: two clips that's so so when you're two two minutes yeah just in case because that way that's i can have even better i can I'm maybe have like four so... like yeah i can have i can clip one thing four times and then go back to the final one and realize oh i have the previous three in this cool mm-hmm. delete the last three Boom town. do you watch do you sit and watch the whole minute or do you scroll to the end to the good part
1: uh so usually your yeah so usually what happens when when we take clips is we usually clip it because something happens closer to the end. Yep. right and it's backtracks right especially when you have 2 minute one right or even me in my case 1 minute. Yeah, I usually I usually I usually scroll to like the last like 15 seconds or so just to see why I clipped it cuz that's usually nice. your trigger was the you know whatever happened at the end was your trigger to clip so Yep. uh then you'll have like and if you do it the same day, like a good boy, then you'll yeah. you'll you'll vividly remember what happened that stream. If I if another stream or two goes by, I, I there's my brain is not gonna remember. I mean, it'll rem, it'll like bring back a memory, but it's not um, as vivid and not as you don't get that same excitement uh, after so much time has passed uh, doing it. So it may uh, hinder your motivation to do it as much. Would same thing like when you edit. Do, oh okay.
0: yeah, no, I was going to say, would you, I don't know what type of laptop or anything you have, but what does the idea of clipping everything and like getting everything done at a Starbucks, does that sound frictionless or does that sound like more friction? Cause I know yeah. that going to a start, like putting all my clips, yeah. I have a hard drive. I have a good Mac to edit. I literally, the second stream is over, copy everything in a, into a two edit clips uh, thing on my hard drive, take my hard drive out, put my laptop in my backpack and drive to a Starbucks. And I'll just get everything done. Idea.
1: No, no, that 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 actually could be a good idea, honestly. Uh,
0: I also cause... know I don't have a partner to run away from, so I don't know how Ashley would love you <laughs> just know. running and leaving after. But uh, yeah, that has helped so much because I also I feel like a useless piece of shit if I'm sitting in a Starbucks lobby just scrolling on my phone. Like it's like okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I enjoy little, it enough to a little, work, a but public shame. Yeah, but I just want to get out of here. I want to finish this and it makes it so easy. So I didn't know if if leaving your space would make would be something oh, that would okay. be more daunting or something that would good help. That's a
1: suggestion. No, I think that, I think that's a good suggestion. My my things all on my PC so I would have to uh I would have to or well actually no as long as I transfer it to like my cloud or whatever or an external like you mentioned uh, then I could probably do that. I'd have to dust off my laptop though. The laptop's been sitting there since my uh first six months of streaming oh shit <laughs> when i switched to pc gang uh, my ps4 and my uh, laptop so do you think you'd be able to, to handle it i don't you know i don't know it, it's it's probably got like i don't know a 680 graphics card i'm not sure whatever gaming, it was a top of the line graphics uh gaming computer like in 2020 maybe it should it should handle something I, I think
0: six years and it's been barely three
1: yeah six years <laughs>
0: yeah
1: no i I said it's like a 680 like a g uh uh, like an nvidia graphic i don't know what the graphics card oh Oh,
0: okay sorry that's six years that's hilarious (laughs) dude i love that i like i like that suggestion yeah of course man i'm always trying to help adhd friends and that was something that helped and then i realized that eventually i didn't want to go to starbucks and i just liked the different what i realized was the idea of it not being my office was what i needed like i was already sitting in this room staring at this computer for six hours the last thing i wanted to do was come back in here and do that so that's why i my starbucks quote unquote if you will is my living room it's like mm-hmm. it's different enough and i have i don't get that distracted and eh, that's a lie i can get distracted so there are times where i would probably be more productive at a starbucks But yeah, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's switching it up to, again, avoiding that friction of, I don't want to sit on my fucking computer again and do this, but holy shit. You've just been
1: at it the whole day, and it's like, like you kind of want, you need to change a scenery, or you need something to change, basically. You can't, things cannot be uh, stagnant for too long, uh, or else you will lose all your attention and
0: motivation. (laughs) Yep.
1: So that's... No, I like that. I like that. Yeah.
0: Um, Thank you. Of course, and dude, that's that's all I had. Like that was that was. I, I appreciate you for taking the time. I don't know if you have anything that you wanted to touch on that you didn't, but that's I'm I'm so thankful that you took the time and to even be able to talk to another ADHDer and figure out how we are able to get that motivation <laughs> and create those habits that we actually are able to stick to. Like even the fact that you mentioned the writing down the journal, like that's every single night. Granted, I don't write it down, but in my head, I will go. Okay, at five thirty, I'm doing this. At six thirty, I'm doing this. At eight, I'm doing this. I start stream at this, then I'm going to work on yeah. that. Like I go through full details, mm-hmm. so my brain is fully prepared for what I'm going to accomplish, mm-hmm. and that helps I, so much.
1: Yeah, I think I think yeah, go back to the notebook thing. That's when uh, that's when I'm hitting my stride, and then obviously when I notice that when I'm slipping off is when I when I'm skipping days. Yeah. Uh, kind of like gym uh but like uh it's of gym for days. me i think the idea of writing the idea of writing it down is honestly because our minds are restless and that there's so many things going on through your, at least for me a majority of my thoughts are going through my head right before i go to bed so yep. i feel i feel that when i write a few things down it's impossible for me to forget them so i'm not worrying about them while i'm trying to sleep yeah. Sleep is another uh, another huge thing too though. I I do recommend for everybody. <laughs> is actually <laughs> like, get some. Uh, the whole saying, yeah, the whole saying of sleep when you're dead and uh, don't don't buy it. Uh I take we take me and actually well actually loves her sleep, but like I I take pride in trying to get you know at least 7 8 hours every night. Oh with, yeah. And 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 one thing that I have trying been trying to improve, which is why we started doing this morning gym thing is I do want to wake up and go to sleep around the same time every night because sleep consistency and sleep duration are two very critical uh, health factors. I don't know. If I have a Whoop. I don't know if you heard of Whoop before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a biometric tracker thing. Uh, but uh, tracks like your sleep, your 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 strain and and your uh, shoot, like quality so of like your your recovery, your recovery, yep, yeah, yep, your yep, recovery. Yeah. So like, um. I could definitely vouch doing that and uh, not having too many late late night out uh, drinking. Are you guys <laughs> big uh,
0: evening festivity people?
1: No, no, not at all actually. But every time I do go out, it takes me like two or three days to recover. I'm, yeah, I'm getting old. Yeah, so, dude. Like, uh, yeah, no, no. I try not to drink. Ashley doesn't drink at all actually. And then uh, I know I, I like drink. I just drink once in a while. So. That's also good. Sleep's good, Uh, you know, and just, yeah, just trying to trying to build a routine that you can stick to that isn't too, uh, too daunting. Oh, yeah.
0: If you make it something that you're not going to enjoy, then it's going to be impossible to stick to. But it's like I love Mm -hmm. I love just being in bed by nine, nine thirty, waking up at four forty five. Like it's all it's so perfect. It's Mm -hmm. so great. Go
1: get that sweat in.
0: Yeah. Just get sweaty all over a bunch of humans in the morning and Mm -hmm. then get jacked and then sweaty again in the sauna. I should say lift. That sounded bad. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, dude, seriously. Thank you for. Thank you. I hope I didn't uh, take too much of your time. You never, I literally plan to have as long as we want. So you're so good.
1: Awesome, man. I appreciate you. Of course.
0: Where can, uh, where can everyone find you, by the way? If they want to get some uh, biking round in their life.
1: Yeah. So if you want to know anything about me, I'm literally biking round on all socials. I actually have a website uh, that has a link to all those. It's just bikinground.com. So um, there I have some merch and all the links to my different social channels. Pretty much everywhere it's at biking round. I've been fortunate to, to land out everywhere. Well done. Uh, luckily, I Googled uh, biking round, you know, because there's a, at least 10,000 Mikey Browns in the world. Yeah. So, only one biking round i'm surprised Uh,
0: no one thought of that honestly like that's so easy to think of just switching the letters but they're like no one would do this that's ridiculous enter you (laughs) and now you you get all of them i'm so mad i have to be i got puppies gaming on instagram because someone who hasn't posted since 2015 is i got puppies i know that's so stupid
1: you know one day you'll you'll hopefully they'll deactivate one day and you'll you'll be the captain everywhere yes uh but yeah i bike around everywhere um and if anybody's interested in golfing uh i did i i injured my thumb like two months ago so i haven't been able to do any sort of golfing i'm gonna try tomorrow actually for the first time in like two and a half months um but i did launch some uh golfing stuff on uh ig tiktok youtube i believe Uh, And that one's just biking around golf, if anybody's interested in golf. Uh, Hopefully, I'm trying to get that one up and going. But just like with everything, at the end of the day, uh, between two ADHD brothers, (laughs) produce. (laughs) And nobody will know, you can produce everything in your head and enjoy it to the fullest and laugh to yourself and think of how cool it is. But if it never gets out there, you'll never know.
0: Dude, I love it. Couldn't end on anything better. Seriously, you're a champ. <laughs> I thank you. Send so my love to Ashley. Thank you. And I'll uh, I'll talk do. to you soon, man.
1: All right, man. Take care. Bye. Bye.
0: Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, my non-binary friends. That was a beautiful conversation with the one and only Viking around. I had no idea that he was riddled with the ADHD like I am. And I can only I I imagine I remember what dealing with that was like before I was on meds so i can only imagine how it is without it so that's dude i love him i love ashley i love what he's done so i hope you guys enjoyed the conversation i hope you guys were able to take something away from it and i thank you guys for listening this is gonna be end of the podcast so i appreciate you please do me a favor drop a uh, drop a like sub comment write a review wherever you're listening to this it would mean the world to me also sub to the podcast again wherever you're listening new episodes every monday i appreciate you i love you and we will catch you